Hey guys, welcome to Big Church Online. We are so excited that you've joined us today. If you're looking for any sermons or words of encouragement, you've come to the right place. While you're here, please subscribe, like, comment, share. That way you can stay up to date and help others find it as well. Now, let's get this week's sermon in progress. Well, freedom has come a week early this year. Hope you're ready for that. <laughs> in preparing for this message, the Lord whispered to my spirit, describe the blessed hope of freedom. Because when we talk about freedom, we talk about things that take away our freedom, don't we? We kind of dwell on that, don't we? We dwell on the problem rather than the answer. And today we're going to talk mostly about the answer. So I reached out to my friends, my family, my colleagues, and those who weren't necessarily my friends, my family, my colleagues, because I wanted them to finish this statement for me, and I wanted to know what they truly thought. I asked them to finish this statement, freedom is. Now you'll agree with some of these statements, and I have a lot of pastor friends, so they're going to sound a little preachy. And you're not going to agree with everything. So here goes. Freedom is being made who God made me to be. Freedom is knowing that your life is transformed, empowered, and kept by the love and grace of God through Jesus Christ's sacrifice on the cross. Okay, that was a pastor answer right there. I don't know if you were listening. Uh, but yes, freedom is living your life the way God wants you to. Freedom is our most precious gift and our greatest responsibility. These are some deep thoughts. These guys thought about this all day and wanted to sound good, so they gave me their best. Freedom is the ability to walk away from sin because of the power of Jesus. Can I get an amen? <laughs> Hallelujah. Freedom is never forgetting what it cost to those who suffered so well to bring it to us. Can I get an amen from the veterans in the house? Thank you very much, veterans. By the way, if you're a veteran, can you stand for me real quick, please? Give a hand clap to those veterans who suffered so well to bring freedom to us. Thank you, we remember. And those who aren't with us, those who have fallen, we also remember those as well. I'm named after one of those, by the way. I went down in a ship in the Pacific. Okay, that was a bummer. We're moving on. Okay. <laughs> freedom is non-judgment. In essence, to pick your own moral values. Don't let your freedom take you where your character can't keep you. Freedom is peace. Shout out to Paige. Freedom is not being tied to the past. I like that one the best. Can my CR buddies give me a holla? Thank you, Jesus. Freedom is rest on a Sunday afternoon. I got to really agree with that one. Uh, to be able to make choices. Freedom is able to have joy. Now, I have to tell you a quick story. I'm 16 years old. They're going to leave me alone for two weeks by myself, and my dad had just bought a Torino. Anybody, any of the old guys remember what a Torino is? Uh, four barrel car. That means it goes fast. It's small, it's light, 
and it peels out like you wouldn't believe. You need to buy new tires every time you start the engine. He gave me the keys of this car and he said, don't wreck it. And then he left for two weeks. I took those keys and in the first day, I wrecked it. <laughs> I totaled that car. I did. And for the next two weeks, I did not have freedom. I did not have joy. I could not ha laugh because I was living in dread of what I knew was going to happen. Dad was going to come home at some point. Dad was coming home, and I was going to have to answer for what I have done. And he asked me, how's the car? I said, it's great. It's, it's great. Like the last half of the car is not touched at all. Now that first half kind of pushed in and moved over about a foot. But. So once that was over, I could laugh again. But often when you're living in fear, doubt, shame, worry, regret, you can't laugh. Yes. Laugh is often that symptom of things are going good. So that was just a story I had to share with you. Freedom is a personal choice and you can have it at any time. Someone just stole my message right there in that one statement. You can have freedom at any time. Freedom is exciting and scary at the same time if you do it right. Now, I wanted different answers, not answers that anyone would expect. So I decided to ask 14-year-olds. And if you want a contrary answer, you ask a 14-year-old because they're going to give it to you, right? So I asked the middle, please uh, take just a minute and fill in this statement. Freedom is, and here's what your teenagers said. <laughs> Not mine. Oh, wait a minute. I got a grandson in that class. Okay. Freedom is being able to do what you want. I expected that. Freedom is the ability to make your own choices and not to act on your own free will. And to act on your own free will. Sorry. Freedom is your own opinion. Freedom is having free speech. What? Freedom is being able to give your own opinion and not being punished for it. <laughs> Crazy kids. What are they thinking? Freedom is the power and right to act and think without restraint. I give it up for the middle. Yeah. Very proud of our middle school kids. Now, I asked my brother-in-law, Larry Gresh, shout out to my brother-in-law, Larry Gresh, if you watch this later. He basically wrote a sermon for me. I said, my work's done. Thank you, bro. He said, freedom is sometimes not what you think it is. Yeah. From the perspective of the prodigal son, freedom was cashing in and getting out. Once he got his freedom, freedom was not what he thought it was. Nations have fought many battles to change the line on that map. And once they have gained their freedom, they've realized that they have traded one tyrant for another. Thinking about Cuba, if you know your history. How many retirees have said, when I retire, I'm going to, I have to say that old, right? When I retire, <laughs> I'm going to have the freedom 
to climb Mount Everest or whatever it is. And once they get that freedom, they realize freedom isn't what they thought it was. Kids growing up sometimes think their parents are controlling or unfair. Can I get an amen out there? They think, once I get out of this house and live on my own, nobody's going to tell me when to go to bed, what to eat, where to go, nothing. I'm going to be freedom. Then they get out on their own and realize, uh, friends do. <laughs> I need to get a job. Freedom wasn't what they thought it was. Sometimes people look at divorce the same way. Getting out of a marriage, getting your freedom may not be what you thought it was. The children of Israel was enslaved for 400 years and freedom was all they thought about. Every aspect of their life was governed by somebody else. They couldn't go where they wanted. They couldn't be the people they wanted to be. Fast forward now. And to the desert, Moses had gotten them out of Egypt, 10 plagues, all of that, all that nastiness. Then they've gone on and they've won their freedom. They're out in the desert. The Lord had brought them to the promised land. And here's what they said. If we only died in Egypt or in the desert, why is the Lord bringing us to this land only to let us fall by the sword? Freedom wasn't what they thought it was. The Lord gave them freedom. This was a moment when they had lost all hope. They just did not continue on. To truly be grateful for freedom, you have to know what it was like to be bound. Enslaved. Come on. Held up. Held captive. You remember those days. Don't be quiet on me. You know. You remember. Who are we without Jesus? Remember those days. Helpless. Helpless. Fearful, prideful. Our only thought was how it was going to affect me and my world. How am I going to make my work matter? How am I going to make money? I need to get some money. I need to get that Torino back. <laughs> By the way, he took a picture of that wreckage and put it under his desk and looked at it for the rest of his life. So, <laughs> grace, Dad, grace, okay? Lost on him. We were sick in mind, body, and spirit. Not just our mind, not just our body, but our spirits were sick. But most of all, we were empty. There was a piece of us that we knew was missing, but didn't know how to fill it, so we filled it with different things. Maybe this relationship will fill it once I get married and have children. Uh, maybe this job, maybe I climb the corporate ladder. And I can tell Susie Know-It-All to take a hike, and it's my job now. Maybe then I'll feel better. Maybe I'll get that car, that, that home, that vacation, that whatever. Nothing filled it, and we're still empty. When you remember those days, and you look to what we have in Jesus, all of a sudden, you know what freedom is. For we are forgiven and not condemned. We are included, not excluded. Who feels like they've never been invited, invited to the party of life? I felt that way. A lot of times I do. You are included, not excluded in the body of Christ. 
you are sealed with the Holy Spirit. You have the Holy Spirit inside of you. When you accept the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, he has saved you out of darkness. He has brought the captive free. He has made you whole. He has healed your body. He has brought you peace. He has brought the light into your dark world, and he has made you free. We are alive like we've never been before. In Ephesians chapter 2, verse 5, it says, We are made alive with Christ, even when we were dead in our transgressions. Don't look past those words, alive and dead, because we are, are alive now, but we were dead. And that's called grace. We, saw, we sang a great song last night in CR, and it really touched my heart. I don't remember the title. Maybe you guys could shout out and tell me, but it was, I was expecting a judge in the seat, but I found grace. And if you've ever done anything worth of condemnation, you know that feeling. Last week, I was reminded of my own failings. Stuff Sherry doesn't know about. And that's saying something. I tell her everything, and she'll probably ask now. So, uh, uh, but I, I was deeply wrong, and I hurt somebody badly. And then I remember that wasn't just once. That wasn't just twice. I did it more. And I, I deeply felt wounded just last week about my own actions. And maybe you have something in your life that comes back and condemns you. That if you could, you would go back and change it. If you had it in your power, you would have never done that. If you could go back and relive that moment, you'd never do it. Because you know the pain that came after that. That's the kind of fear and oppression Satan wants you to live in. Jesus has brought you out of that, broken off those chains, but where did those chains go? <laughs> They're at your feet, but Satan's picking them up. Hey, why don't we just throw this back on there? Let's see if we can wrap your feet around these chains again. Yeah, I know it was free, but that was bad of you. That was really bad of you. Why did you do that? Why didn't, and he starts condemning you in your mind. Now, here's what you need to do. Don't agree with him. Don't agree with him. I am free in the name of Jesus Christ. I'm no longer condemned. Yes, I should have been in prison. Yes, that should have been me, but I'm not. And I'm not going there through the power and the blood and the grace of Jesus Christ because he's paid the price I couldn't pay. He paid the price I could not pay. In Isaiah 54, 14, it says, in righteousness, you will be established. Tyranny will be far from you, and you will have nothing to fear. Terror will be far removed from you, and it will not come near you. What I want you to notice is, terror was there. Tyranny was there, but they are far from you. I am removing them from you. You live free. We don't live in a perfect world, but our destiny is not to live in fear. My greatest hope for you to get out of this message is this, to know who you are and to walk in it fully. 
to know who you are in Jesus Christ and what he died to give you and walk in that fully. You might have a little taste of it now. Maybe you're a new Christian. Maybe you're new to the faith. Maybe you haven't really given it much thought, but God has so much more in store for you that you don't even know. He's got presents and gifts for you that you don't even know, opportunities, uh, people that you can speak to uh, that will redeem your life and your words will redeem them. He's got so much of that in store for you and yet we pull back because we are a little afraid. I can't do that. I remember what I did. I can't stand on a stage and talk to people about freedom when I should have given up my freedom long ago. That's the power of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So I asked Eddie to fill in this story. Eddie, you here? My man, where you at, bro? All right, there he is. Eddie said this, when you become less than what you are meant to be, meaning what God has meant for you to be, you become less than human. You are made in his image. And his thought is in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10. If we were made in God's image, anything less than that is less than what God has for you. Thank you, Eddie. Take a bow. How do we live free? First of all, you don't allow Satan to remind you of your failures. If you want to remind him of something, remind him where he's going. Remind him where you're going. Your home's in heaven. Your citizenship is in heaven. Remind him of that. Here's another one. Don't rush to make big decisions. If you want to live free, be purposeful in your actions today. Don't rush the big decisions. Get righteous counsel. Pray on it. Kind of mull it over. Here's a tip. If someone is pressuring you to make a decision, do it now. Do it now. Buy this car. It's probably a bad decision. If you feel rushed, that's the time to say, I need to wait and take my time. Live free of regret by not agreeing with the self-condemnation that the devil is whispering in your ear. You are a new creature in Jesus Christ. You're made new, meaning that old life has passed away. Behold, all things are new. In Romans chapter 8, verse 1 and 2, it says, Therefore, there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, because through Christ Jesus, the law of the Spirit, who gives you life, sets you free from the law of sin and death. We're talking about freedom today, and that's the biggest point right there. Jesus Christ is going to set you free. You can also live free by renewing your mind in the word so that you can be transformed in your spirit and have something to fight with in your mind when Satan comes to destroy you. A lot of times we want to fight. The will's there, but we haven't put any arrows in our quiver. We haven't put Romans 8.1 in our quiver. We haven't put all those great scriptures that are going to fortify your spirit in our quiver so we have nothing to fight back with. Renew your mind daily and be transformed. That doesn't mean you have to agree with everything you read. How many of you have struggled with something you've read in the Bible? Come on now, be honest. Even when you know you're wrong, you're still fighting with it. 
oh, God, I don't really like what you said right there. I don't like that. I want to erase that, but I know I can't. This is a nice Bible. I don't want to mess that up. We fight with it, and that's struggling with God. Did you know that was what Israel means, struggles with God? I love it because I struggle with God. But in the struggle comes freedom. In the struggle, you allow the word to transform you. All of a sudden, what you thought was freedom is transformed. He changes your idea of what freedom is. Freedom is also submission to him. It feels like I should be fighting for my freedom. In essence, you should be submitting for your freedom because he is your defender. He is your righteousness. He is your judge, and yet he gives you grace. Hallelujah. Amen. Those are hmm, what is some good preaching there, Johnny. All right. <laughs> be my own cheerleader sometimes. Uh, here's another uh, idea on how to remain free is thankfulness. If you are thankful, uh, a pastor friend of mine um, once said, pastor's wife, let's give props where props are due. There you go. Boom. Uh, <laughs> people are unhappy, not because of so much of what they do, but because of what they think about. They're unhappy or happy because of what they think about. Here's a challenge to you. It's real simple. You don't have to write it down. You can think of it every day. Find three things at the end of the day that you're thankful for. Three things every day for 90 days. It'll change the way you think. I did that recently. I didn't make 90 days. Let's be honest. About 33, you know, and then I'm out. But it changed my thought patterns. And that's what we need. We need to change what we think about. Satan tries to say, you can't do that. Yes, I can through Jesus Christ who gives me strength. I certainly can. He's called me to this, so I'm walking in it. How do you, how do you like that? So that's the way you do that. You change the way you think and the way you walk and the way you talk, and it all starts in your heart. You live free by praying the Lord's Prayer. We don't think about that often, but there's a reason why the Lord has given us the Lord's Prayer. If you've ever written the first few verses before the Lord's Prayer, you will see that Jesus, the Son of God, the one who came here to tell us stuff, right, said, God already knows what you have need of. Okay, it's good. Now what? Pray this prayer. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done here on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive others of their sins. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Wow, that'll change your life. If that's the only prayer you pray, you pray it every day, you will start to walk in that freedom that has so eluded you. Pray it. Pray it as often as you can because there are problems that kind of pop up and steal our joy. There are things in our life that no matter how hard we try, we can't get the victory. I think that's because we're too busy fighting it when we should submit to Jesus. There are things in my life I could never get rid of and fought, fought, fought hard to be different. Failed every time. 
But when I lifted my hands and I said, Lord, this is where I'm at. And this is what I'm dealing with right here. And I imagine whatever it is on my hand, I just, it's fourth and 37. I'm not going to make a first down. So Lord, I can't do it. Here it is in my hand. Take it. It's as simple as that. Would you do that with me right now? Please stand just for a minute. Lower the lights just for a second. Worship team, you can come. And in your own space, imagine that thing that has stolen your joy, has stolen your freedom, and lift it up to Jesus. Say, Jesus, here it is. I give you my regret. I give you what I've done. I have given you the things that I couldn't defeat. I give it to you right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord, for your presence today, Lord. Thank you for your message. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for the freedom. Thank you for what you've done in our lives. And thank you, Lord Jesus, for the joy that you are restoring in people right now as we speak. Because it's not so much about fighting for freedom. It's submitting to the freedom that you've already fought for. Thank you, Jesus, for what you've done for me personally. How you've redeemed my life. How you've opened the prison door so that I could walk out of it free. Free from condemnation. Free from the sin and the, and the bad thoughts that have kept me in that prison. I thank you, Jesus, because you are the light of the world. You are the one that has walked into my prison and have set me free. And as we sing this next song, I encourage the prayer team to come up and find somebody to pray with if you need that connection. But be open to what the Lord is saying to you today, that it's not over. It's not done. It's not without hope. It's not without joy. Because I can give you freedom. I can give you joy. I can give you peace. I can give you rest. You can walk in freedom. You can be the person you thought you could never be through the power of Jesus Christ. Let that word sink into you right now. Thank you for joining us today. If you're looking for more information or resources, you can visit mybigchurch.com or follow us on social media at mybigchurch. We love you guys. See you soon.